0: i so awesome. hey.
1: back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports. And we are, of course, back doing football. It is week four in the National Football League. Week four is always an exciting week because this is when the DVOA rankings start to shape up a little bit and come into a little bit more light. They finally have enough in the old uh, mathematical equations and whatnot. Enough of the sample size, I guess, is the term. Uh, joining me today is Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Wonderfully. Alright, good to have you back. Not joining us today is Bill Needles, and I'm just going to say it, it's because he's a complete coward, Craig. did not want, want to come us. on after
0: what happened to the Vikings? Didn't speak. want That's to possible. come
1: on after the Vikings. Like uh, What I think is, for my money, the greatest upset in the history of the NFL regular season.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I yeah. think that that's if – you, if you go by point spreads and all that stuff, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, apparently, I think I thought I read somewhere, and this may not be true, but I thought I read somewhere that um, there were 14 – in the history of the National Football League, there have been 14 regular season games where a team has been favored by three scores or more. And up until uh, Bill's Little Vikings took the field against the Buffalo Bills, the favorites were 14-0. and 0.
0: Yeah, that does not surprise me.
1: Only uh only 6 6 uh 671 against the spread the favorites. So, 50
0: Yeah, 50 I remember these. the Broncos had a big uh, in the 2013 year when Manning set all the records. I think they had a 21-point spread yeah, against, against the Jacksonville
1: team. team, right? Which that that was before Jacksonville became good. And they didn't cover that game. They barely won that game if I if I remember correctly. Uh, those, yeah, like, they, they basically
0: ones. kind of threw it in cruise control in the first half. Yeah. And then uh then wound up taking over, but Justin Blackman had Remember Justin Blackman? Big waste of talent there. He yeah, had, yeah. I think, 200-and-something yards in that game. It was, yeah. something, it was a r- ridiculous football game. Denver wound up winning 35-19. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the spread was, uh, was much higher than that.
1: 21. And, yeah, you weren't close to covering that 21, I don't think, it, at, at any point. It wasn't like it was no, a Denver, uh,
0: Denver scored the last uh, two touchdowns of the game to, to, to really pull away. Yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, they um, – yeah, the spread was uh, I believe twenty one in some places, so nice.
1: not a cover. Well, Billy's not here. Yeah, we're just kidding. He's he's not a coward. He, he had some real life stuff to bail on. We're also recording a day earlier, just because you also have some real. We just got we got real life stuff going on. We do. Have yeah, other stuff I've, got, going uh, on, so. I've
0: got to See who the next mayor of London is, and exactly, we'll debate and ask some questions. It's see, he's
1: important, so I'm. Yeah, working. we'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um Billy had a five in a week, so we do have to acknowledge that, even though it was coming off of the, you know, it's probably a little, uh, very little solace that he's finding in that five in a week. We had, we had a very good week. You went three and two, and I went four and one. So uh, everybody finished above 500 in that one. Um, without further ado, let's talk a little week four. First up, Bills, Minnesota Vikings. In true trap game fashion, we'll be facing the Los Angeles Rams. Why this is on Thursday night and not Sunday night is beyond me. Los Angeles Rams minus six and a half, Greg.
0: I kind of like the Vikings because Talib's not going to play, and it looks like Peters won't either.
1: Mm.
0: And that's 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 my reasoning for it. And look, I I understand that the the Rams have looked fantastic, and the Vikings look terrible this week. Um, but six and a half is a little much for me here.
1: You see, yeah, this seems like a classic one. Like Minnesota could outright win this game.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think Third, and, weird stuff happens on Thursday. I typically yeah. like home teams on Thursday, as we talk about a lot. But six and a half is a little much here.
1: Did it move three? Like, shouldn't this just be Rams three?
0: Like, like didn't it, did, I did would this think move that if the Vikings had even if the Vikings had scraped by Buffalo, this would be Rams by three. Yeah. The, the Buffalo game is what's scaring people. But yeah, this should be Rams by three. I agree. Maybe so. you give them an extra point and a half because it's Thursday, and you say Rams by four and a half. But mm. six and a half is too much.
1: Yeah. You've got to take Minnesota. Heading over to Sunday night. First up, the Cincinnati Bengals are heading to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons. And this line has actually moved a little bit. It opened up at six, and it is now Atlanta minus five and a half. I still kind of like Cincinnati. I, lo- I bet I'm already on the six, and I still like them at the five and a half. What do you think?
0: Oh, me too. Yeah. Very much me too. Um, I think that uh, I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be plopping this right into a, uh, a three-team six-point teaser and getting the. Uh, getting the Bengals plus, uh, 11 and a half here. Cause this game isn't going to be a blowout. I think the Bengals are going to really move the ball. And, uh, like the, the, the Falcons defense had some injury luck the last two years and they were young and improved the year they made the Super Bowl, And then they were much better the next year, which kept them in the playoff hunt while the offense regressed. Well, now with Dion Jones and Keon O'Neill and Ricardo Allen, not part of the deal they like as we saw against the saints this past week, they're gonna have a hard time stopping people. And, uh, I don't think that'll stop against Cincinnati. Dalton's looked really, really together so far. Didn't have a perfect game against Carolina, but the, the the Bengal offenses look good.
1: Next up, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are heading to Chicago after that uh, embarrassing Monday night loss. Chicago minus three, Craig. Little three point bump saying these two teams are even, and Chicago and Mitchell Trubisky are, is is getting the uh, the home the three point home bump.
0: I'm not sure I do either. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time trusting the Buccaneers, and I think that we got a little preview of that against the Steelers. The Steelers' defense is bad. And I think you could put together a relatively – like, obviously, Philadelphia's defense should be better than they were in Week 2. But I think that the Bears – Defense is going to be able to really if, whatever's left of the Fitz Magic situation. I think mm. the Khalil Mack and friends are going to be able to uh, extinguish it a little bit. Yeah. I th- I think so because uh, I kind of like I kind of like the Bears here, but I get what you're saying. It, 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 like we should be treating this as though Tampa Bay is the better team than Chicago.
1: Yeah. Winston is yeah, this game's to stay away from me. I'm not trusting either of these two teams with my money. Like I, I watch. I think Mitch- Fitzpatrick starts this game, by the way. Yeah. Like Winston's able to come back, right? Like I know
0: this- Winston's eligible
1: to play this week,
0: but yeah. I know that there was the four picks against Pittsburgh, obviously, but mm-hmm. they barely lost that game. They could have won uh, late in that game. Fitzpatrick has a quarterback rating of 124 through three starts. I've got to have you got to think to yourself. It might be difficult to send this guy to the bench.
1: Yeah, I, I, I we'll see be. what
0: happens in Chicago, but it's going to be difficult yeah. to, to bench that guy, and especially uh, for someone like Jameis Winston, who if, like I don't know if the Bucks organization has decided he's no longer trustworthy, but they should have decided that by now. <laughs>
1: I just I'm I'm not I've I, like I've watched Mitchell Trubisky play and I'm I'm never gonna bet money on this Chicago Bear. I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh no no really
0: he's 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 not very good and he's no. gonna hold him back. I think that's he, pretty clear.
1: He's terrible. Like uh, w- we'll get into that mon- that Sunday night game, but like the the one touchdown that Tom Brady had against against the Lions and I'm, I'm gonna repeat that because it, it sounds unbelievable. The one and the only touchdown Tom Brady had against my Detroit Lions in a Sunday night football game. They 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 had that. Really nice thing where NBC show showed Tom Brady. They gave you, like, the Madden angle, and they showed him snap it, and he looks at his first option, not there. And he looks, you know, he still hangs out in the pocket, looks at his second option, not there, still hangs out in the pocket, looks at his third option, and it's like, oh, it's there! Zips it to the third option and for, for the easy touchdown. And you watch Mitch Trubisky play, every friggin' snap is snap it first read's not there okay tuck it and run that's it like he just he he, he has absolutely no, yeah no and and for whatsoever. that
0: offense yeah the one that patrick mahomes is running beautifully right now it's a, not a dissimilar offense that matt mm-hmm. Nagy brought to chicago yeah um you've you've gotta you've gotta make some reason you gotta have some ideas and further to that um yeah patrick mahomes weapons are nicer than Trubisky's, but like not a lot nicer yeah, Jordan Howard's pretty good. Tariq Cohen's pretty good. Allen Robinson's pretty good. They've shown some. They have some guys like Miller on the outside that shown that they can play in the league. Like it's they, they. There are some nice pieces with the Chicago offense. Uh Trubisky is not taking advantage of that so far, and this was obviously the one downside of the of the Mac trade. Well, I shouldn't say it was a downside, but the the, the situation with the Mac trade was this you're going all in on Trubisky being good and you being a super bowl contender when you make the deal that said, if Trubisky wasn't good, you weren't going to go anywhere this season or next anyway. So you might as well have Khalil Mack along for the ride. Uh, Maybe he gets better. Maybe he starts to to get to know and get to understand the Matt Nagy offense a little bit better shortly. Obviously, Trubisky was selected by a previous regime, not by Nagy's people. But uh, for now, the situation is the Bears offense is not trustworthy. You're right. And they had a couple of situations where Nagy had fourth and not a whole lot, and they didn't go for it. And I would suspect it's because he didn't trust Trubisky to either make the right reads pre-snap or do the right things with – with with, with such an important play on the line
1: next up my detroit lions coming off a stunning stunning home victory on sunday night against the uh England patriots didn't see that coming whatsoever embarrassed them a little bit frankly um Mm -hmm. they're heading to dallas to take on the cowboys cowboys getting the home bump minus three yeah, that's about where this line should be, right? I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think the Lions can win this game, though. I think
0: um, I yeah. hope the Lions win this game. As someone who bet the Cowboys under, under, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. I think the Lions maybe should win this game. What's uh, Ansa's status for this week? Is he going to be back? Do you think?
1: I have no idea. Slay will be there, which is really all that matters. I think. I yeah. Well, uh, you know.
0: Ansa. You would think is mm-hmm. pretty important, but very uh, important. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, I think that obviously we've seen that the defense can do some things without him from the perspective of they just did some pretty good things against New England Patriots this past week.
1: Finally got that 100-yard rusher, so we can yeah. finally stop well, talking about that look, crap.
0: Yeah, look, I, I, I talked about Carry On Johnson yeah, a lot he, on this he, podcast he before the draft. Mm-hmm. And I think You're that he's... I think I, I think he's a really good player, and obviously I watched him for a long time at Auburn, and I I always thought okay that guy's going to be a good one at the next level, and that's that's where we're at. I'm I'm really high on him.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Like it's so weird because I don't know what to make of the Matt Patricia era so far. Three very different games so far. The Lions. Yeah, There's no other They, they one. could have
0: won game that they were blown out, and then a the big yeah. upset game. And it's, then big you know. upset game. Yeah.
1: Anyway. Um. I got this as a stay away. I mean, Dallas is just so poor. I think – I feel like the Sharps would be on Detroit here, but I'm i I, I, I I'm think so. Sure. The
0: only thing is this, is I'm – Detroit's had a couple of games they got a little bit gashed on the ground. True, yeah. And the Cowboys, that's what they're going to want to do. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get gashed on the ground against New England, but that's kind of not what New England, like New England wanted to run the ball a ton against the Lions and couldn't do it because they don't have good enough players. It
1: yeah. doesn't look like Sean Lee is going to be here for Dallas, though. Yeah, yeah. Considering, uh, Leighton so- Van
0: Der Esch is uh, a reasonable backup. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I uh, the Lions are going to want to run the ball. And I was saying this while I was watching the game. I think I said it to you and I said it to some other people I was texting at the time. Uh, why are the Lions passing at this point yeah well
1: the reason I, they're, you know the reason they're passing is because kenny De- galladay is their third best receiver and he might be the like he would be the best receiver on the dallas cowboys put it that way
0: yes right. oh i agree with that entirely but i look at that and think to like basically if you're if you're getting seven yards a clip when you're running it oh absolutely yeah what's the point that was my that was my yeah. thought like and okay you're, they're not going to stop you if you just keep running so And
1: opening up play action and whatnot it's yeah. good to see play action again back in detroit it was gone for about six seven years there but it's back now finally yeah. um
0: I'll take the lines in
1: this game. Uh, I think I agree with you. They're not going to be yep. one of my five, but I think that's the way to bet. Here's a funky one: the Buffalo Bills, coming off a massive upset, biggest upset in Matt Pierce's opinion in the history of NFL regular season. And I realize there's different ways to gauge uh, upsets, but from a gambling perspective, I think yep. that's what it was. Are headed to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Green Bay minus ten. Yeah. What do you do with this one? And Aaron Rodgers is clearly hurt. That man is clearly playing with on like one leg, or he got one leg. The and, like, rain, 20% the rain the other in leg.
0: Washington was such a bad news forecast for them because yeah. it just would have really been messing with his head as far as the footing goes.
1: Yeah, felt really good about. Well, felt good when it, they said it was raining, and then I had Washington all day <laughs> on my yes. tickets. So
0: I also had them on a couple of different things. Um. I honestly don't know what you do with this. I, I, I'm certainly not betting on this game. Yeah. Uh, my, my inkling is to take Buffalo. Really? Maybe Josh Allen's okay. Yeah, it's true. I mean, for and, some let's reason you see, I
1: lean towards Green Bay on this, I'm, I'm having visions of Vikings fans watching Aaron Rodgers just slice them up with little, you know, seven-yard outs and stuff that guys are taking to the house and whatnot. I th- Like, I think Buffalo kind of <laughs> might have used up they, all their They, they might have just won the
0: Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, Here's what I will say that I would be concerned about from a uh, a Green Bay perspective. And more actually from a Bills perspective. Let's just say Josh Allen is a semi-decent NFL quarterback. Let's say he's a middle-of-the-road NFL quarterback right now. I don't know. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. We've seen one full game. Fine. Once again... Nathan Peterman was started over a reasonably decent NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills coaching staff has done that two times. Yeah, I don't. Two. The the
1: the first time, like this year, I got I, I got starting him because it, it felt like their whole thing was let's try to be crappy and you know win the uh, first overall pick. Last year, it made no sense because it did just seemed like they, they were, were in the playoff to, race. Yeah, they, they somehow made it sabotage anyway. a playoff race. Yeah, it, I don't. I didn't. I think they might just be incompetent up there, Buffalo crazy. You know what? That's a good bet. That's yeah. a good bet. Uh, yeah. Stay away for us on this game. Uh, next up, the Houston Texans are heading to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. This line has already moved a little bit. Opened up at Colts. Minus one is the short home favorite. They are still the short home favorite, but it's minus one and a half now. I still like the Colts. I like the Colts in this one as the short home favorite. What say you?
0: Yeah, I, I think I like the Colts too. Uh, I think that... I, who's who knows if the Colts will be good to take advantage of this, but I think mm-hmm. Houston's offensive line – I think it's like a Vikings two years ago type of situation where every other part of the team is there, but the offensive line is so bad it doesn't matter. Yeah. And maybe that's going to be the situation with Houston this year and they're 0-3. I would – I would think Bill O'Brien is going to be fired soon. I don't yeah. understand how lose, that wouldn't if happen. If they lose
1: this, he's got to be gone. Th- th- there is the potential for this to be the kitchen sink game for Houston, where like they bust out every silly play that they've got, every reverse, every deep bomb play, every just whatever they've got in the arsenal, they just unleash it because they can't go all no. four,
0: right? Of course, they do the reverse to Hopkins, and then there's already three guys in the backfield because no one's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you did a reverse. Well, you lost six yards. Uh, yeah. yeah, I... I, if I were a Houston fan, I'd be so depressed by this. Yeah. This, this would just be such a depressing... This could have been a really good season. I'm, as a guy this guy who offensive bet line on has been so I,
1: terrible. Yeah, as a guy who bet on them, I'm incredibly depressed.
0: So. Yeah, understandably so. Like, the line has just been so bad, and, and, and Watkins, uh, Watkins excuse me, Watson's running for his life. Uh, it feels like on a regular basis it's, it's, it's a bad news situation. I'll take the Colts. Um, I thought the Colts were pretty good in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, and their defense is – like we don't have the full DVOA rankings yet. We'll have those next week, but I'm willing to bet their defense is going to be at least middle
0: of the road. Oh yeah, which, and if, their defense, which, if your defense is middle of the road and you have yeah. Andrew Luck, you're going to be competitive. Well, yeah,
1: which is a significant improvement from what we thought it was going to be. Now, right. maybe they're out kicking their coverage a little bit, but uh, I won't know until the much smarter math people give me those numbers. So, uh, until then, we'll just have to wait. Should mention, two buy teams on bye week this week. We got uh, the Carolina Panthers and the Washington Redacteds are on bye this week.
0: A nice week for a bye for Washington.
1: Yes, very good week, very good week. Um, next up, the New York Jets will head to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars, and the Jaguars are minus seven and a half. My first inkling is to take the Jaguars here, Craig. I really want to lay the seven and a half. The only thing that's making, giving me pause for concern is that this is the Admiral Akbar trap game of the week as Jacksonville heads to Kansas City next week, but... Can you have a like can you still be qualified for a track game after you just shit the bed at home against a division rival the week before?
0: I can go ahead and say no. Mm. Uh, I don't know if I'm comfortable laying seven and a half points mm-hmm. for a team that didn't score seven and a half points last yeah. week.
1: Jets uh ten days rest too.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm I think the Jets might be one of my five, man. Really? I like Yeah, I guess I understand that Jacksonville is probably going to score on defense on the first drive and I'm going to feel silly, but you can't give more than a touchdown with like Bortles is just so inconsistent. You at least can't give more than a touchdown. Whether or not I'm going to bet the Jets, I guess we'll have to see, but you can't give more than a touchdown the way Bortles played last week. You can't do it. You can't. Fair enough. Uh, Miami heads to New
1: England New England minus
0: 6.5
1: at home coming off back-to-back losses for the first time in I don't remember when probably last time we, we crossed the New England Patriots off <laughs>
0: yeah uh, I would suspect the Patriots win this game with relative ease and I would also like because if Miami wins this game they're 4-0 New England's 1-3 and and Miami has a tiebreaker yeah Like it's, but I don't think it's going to happen But uh, I'll tell you this right now. If I were Julian Edelman, I would be saying, actually, before I come back, I want a $10 million roster bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you don't want to pay me? Well, I'm just going to keep sitting out. Oh, that's fine. Uh,
1: um I mean, I think you lay the points with New England here. I just, man, they don't have a running game right now whatsoever. Le'Veon nope. Bell, like on Bell rumors for them right now with the with the trades and whatnot.
0: What what? Well, obviously from a cap perspective, it's complicated. Mm. But also, like, what would possess the Steelers to do that? Like, I, J- I just it's not the, yeah. I, unless unless the New England offer blows out of the water. Yeah. Anything else? I just couldn't see the Steelers doing that.
1: Well, it's one of those things where you'd go, I, th- I think your headspace would be, this guy's gone, let's try to get something for him. If you can get a first round pick or a second or sure. whatever, right? I mean, yeah, is that, is fair that, enough.
0: No, fair, fair, fair enough. Yeah. I understand that. I just don't, I just figure if yeah. Yeah. if New England and somebody else is offering a second, you're giving them, a, you're sending Bell to the other team. Yeah. And then New England has to significantly outbid the other team. To a team you will likely have to meet in the playoffs, right? And then everything exactly. will be,
1: So actually, now I'm kind of into that. I'm, I'm into the idea of Le'Veon Bell coming back to Pittsburgh.
0: Right. AFC
1: Championship, right? That'd be all right.
0: That would be good television. Yeah. Um, the team that made a ton of sense until Sunday was the 49ers. Yeah. Agreed. But now it doesn't actually, make I, sense.
1: I don't... Does well, it, though? You,
0: like, no, they, it doesn't, because... Basically, all you're getting is one year of Labian Bell. He's a free agent at the end of this year, no matter what you do. Yeah. And the one year you're getting of Labian Bell if you're the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo's not part of. Yeah. So what, why are you giving up stuff? You know? No,
1: yeah. That, no, that doesn't – I don't think it made sense before because their running backs have
0: been good already.
1: Why would you – Oh, Berita's you know, been
0: fine. Yeah. I just think that if, in, in a Kyle and Shanahan Derek offense – And all
1: that money, though, too. Right? Yes,
0: yeah, I, I get that. They can get out of that deal shrimp. pretty easily at the end of the season, though. It's basically a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a Kyle Shanahan offense, Lavian Bell, like. <laughs> Hmm. Like th- that could have done some stuff, but again, there's no way they do it now because Garoppolo is not part of the scene.
1: Last game of the one o'clock slate: Philadelphia at Tennessee. Philadelphia minus four on the road. Hmm. I've got a controversial hot take. Uh, I obviously this line this line opened up at three and a half. It's now four, so obviously some some money's been coming in on Philadelphia.
0: Uh, so yeah. Go ahead. And uh, my hot controversial take. hot take is this. Hmm based on how sloppy the Eagles' offense looked for the vast majority of this past Sunday, and how basically unwatchable Titans' Jags was. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's the defending Super Bowl champions. Scott Hansen, yeah. do not show this game.
1: Oh, wow. That is a shocker. I, watch this. I thought for sure it was going to be Detroit-Dallas, to be honest
0: with you. Yeah, I thought about it.
1: Houston you know, Indy I, was also... Uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm at least interested to see yeah. whether the Colts are for real, but this, like... The the Eagles' offense just wasn't close to the same. Maybe Wentz will be better after a week under his belt. We'll and, see. And apparently, I have no interest in watching the Titans do anything.
1: Yeah, and apparently, it doesn't matter who's under center for them, be it Blaine Gabbert or Marcus Mariota. They just kind of maintain that mediocrity.
0: Yeah, like,
1: uh, that uh, man, like if, if to have the Tennessee under and watch Jacksonville give up that. Nine to six win at home. That's that was a kick. scoring
0: six points against that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was
1: Rude. a kick right in the junk. Eh, eh, that, that was bad. Um, I think like I think you take Tennessee here. I think you just take the. I think you take the home
0: dog. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Take the points. Yeah.
1: Um, what is the marquee? Wow, that's a sad slate of games for one o'clock. That oh is yeah, it's not
0: good. Is it Cincinnati Atlanta?
1: Is that the marquee match? I,
0: th- I think that's the game of the week. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Alright. Yep. And like I guess if you're Ugh This is bad. This is uh, bad. Houston, this is Houston this Indianapolis is bad. should
1: have been something. Like Miami, yeah. New
0: England, like if, if 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 Miami New England's close, I don't think it will be, but if it's close it becomes very interesting from the perspective of like this, this is the first time the Patriots have faced a game where you're like, Oh, you guys absolutely have to win this week in a non playoff week. Mm-hmm. In a long time, but they can't like, if they like they just can't lose this week. They can't go to one and three and have Miami before and out with a tiebreaker. Yeah. At home. They can't lose this game. So that might that plot line maybe makes it the, the game of the week, but we'll see. Four o'clock
1: games. Next up, Seattle at Arizona. Seattle a road favorite, minus three. Arizona is so goddamn sad to watch. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's bad
1: man um i have no interest in betting this game either way what say you
0: i really like the seahawks you really like the seahawks minus three on the road i mean i think that i think that this will be this might be the last time for a while that you have to give up less than like you a field goal or less to arizona i don't care it yeah
1: that's that's a very good point i think i think you that that's a if that's your thought process i really like that thought process
0: if you want to bet against the Cardinals, you're going to be giving up more than three in the, down the road here. So, yeah, this was <laughs> man. I, and maybe I... Josh Rosen's better. I don't know, but mm-hmm. well, I, I shouldn't. Here's the thing: he's not going. He's not going to be worse than Sam Bradford was. No, absolutely not. No. And... and to the Cardinals' credit, the way that Bradford's contract was structured is the guarantees were exceedingly mi- mi- minimal. He basically would only get paid for games that he starts. Yeah. So it's like a $350,000 check every time he starts a game, whatever it happens to be. So to the Cardinals' credit, they're like, well, guess what? You're <laughs> We're not cutting you those checks anymore, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and quite frankly, get the hell out. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well,
0: we're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you feel strong about Seattle? Like, yeah. To me,
1: is all oh, right. I like that. I like, I like that. I, stay away from me. I just – I've been st- – Bit by these teams too much. Although Arizona did cover last week, so uh, I guess I can't. Get, I guess I shouldn't be too mad at him.
0: But I, that's true. I, but they I, just the way they let the Bears back in that game, despite yeah. Trubisky like basically trying to give it away. Yeah,
1: perhaps. and watching them two straight weeks in a row when you have money, I'm I'm gonna take a week off from <laughs> from the, the card. That's a good think, decision yeah. by you. There's yeah. there's no reason to do that for your own health. Exactly for for my mental and my, my mental state and well-being. Uh, speaking of mental state and well-being, Cleveland heads to Oakland, Craig. The shocking line of the week: Oakland, the short home favorite. The O and three Oakland Raiders. Da Raiders minus two and a half. Cleveland, ten days of rest, coming off their first win in almost two years.
0: Pierce, we yeah. got some news for you. Oh boy! I'm taking the Browns one uh, the Raiders the, aren't the Raiders are really bad.
1: The, the Raiders are really really bad. I, I
0: and to I get points when you're when you're betting against Oakland. Yeah, sign I, me up.
1: I don't mind it. I I think this line will be. <sighs> I can't, hold on. I, I remember the Sharps were on Oakland last week. Did Oakland cover? What was their situation? All I remember was they lost.
0: Oakland uh, did not cover against Miami.
1: Right. By one, it was right? close. It was close. Like, yeah, yeah, it was close, like but they 17, didn't. 21-17 yeah, or something It was 21-17. Like
0: the line was three. So was it was close, three. but they right. didn't right. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I. Oh, sorry. 28-20. Excuse me. 28-20. But nonetheless, they didn't yeah, cover.
1: They, they did not cover. Um... Yeah, completely agree with you. I, I think I think Cleveland's the bet here. I, w- I won't be surprised if the the sharps come in on Cleveland. Although the sharps keep plugging along with Oakland, which is strange to me. Um, this, this
0: this line, by the way, started Oakland uh, minus three. Oakland minus uh, yeah, it was three for a bit. It used to be. It was one. Of, it went down to one and a half, two three two and a half so it's been all over the place oh, since uh so obviously the sharps, op-
1: so that to me says the sharps liked cleveland at plus three but then liked oakland at minus the one
0: right yeah. right
1: so they. Um, so they likely tried to and, uh, and, tried to middle it right
0: and the other thing to consider here and we obviously did this before the uh, during the draft and whole thing i think baker mayfield's good i think he's really yeah. good
1: so that's why it's sitting at two and a half right now because vegas is probably worried they get middled
0: yeah, that's probably a reasonable yeah, thing. Just they ends up they in, don't want – if Cleveland Oakland, wins by two. Or yeah. Oakland, yeah, if Oakland wins oh, Oakland by two, wins by they'll, two. they'll yeah. get middled and
1: <laughs> they won't be happy at all. Yeah. Um, like, that
0: infamous, was it Super Bowl seven where they got middled? Uh, the, the the worst Vegas day in the history of time?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, next up, a game that once showed so much promise, but uh, now C.J. Beathard and the fighting 49ers are coming in to los angeles to take on now they it's going to be a whole it, it says that the chargers are the home team but san francisco will most likely be the home team in this game based on the amount of fans that yep. in the stands um but the los angeles chargers are laying 10 and a half points against cj bethard best jimmy garoppolo joke slash meme that i saw actually came from your brother-in-law neil craig shout out to him san francisco niners fan who tweeted out the uh Line from Independence Day: Will Smith going Jimmy, no! Go ahead and friggin' uh, uh, what's his face died? Oh God, he was on American Idol for a while. Why am I not remembering his name? you stalling. I'll come up with it. <laughs> uh,
0: who is? I don't even remember who, who is Jimmy in Independence. Oh, Harry Connick Harry Jr. Harry
1: Connick Jr. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. Oh. I was like the guy who friggin' messed up the Bills Super Bowl <laughs> allegedly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. What, what What do you think this line is if Garoppolo's healthy?
1: I think it's Chargers by three.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. So seven and a half points. The, that's the, so
1: weird that Garoppolo, who has less than ten less than ten starts under his belt, apparently is good enough to move a line seven and a half points. But uh, I I think that's more of an indictment on C J. Beathard than on uh, than on Fair Garoppolo.
0: Enough. Uh, I like the I like the Niners still, though. I think Beathard's mostly fine. Yay. The Chargers won't have much of a home advantage. Yeah. Not much travel for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the coaching, obviously, significantly better for San Francisco than I do for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me, give me the, give me the 49ers and the 10 points.
1: Uh, I, I, I think that's the play. If, yeah, if you're asking me, I think the Niners are the play. But uh, they're not going to be one of my five, and I don't think I'll put money on this game. So I'm going to want to see what's up. Uh, next up potentially the game of the day. Yeah, the Sunday
0: nighters should be pretty good. Uh, I new, like this one. I yeah, like this,
1: this one. one's fun too. New Orleans is heading to the Giants, and New Orleans is laying three and a half on the road. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, laying the points on the road. This has Although, the potential to be a classic Eli, <laughs> the Eli moment here, I think, where he actually does something. Although we haven't had one of those Eli games in a while. Um, new Orleans...
0: This is going to be like the main TV game in this slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's going to be the Fox game of the week, whatever happens to mm-hmm. be. Absolutely. I, I, I the, the, my hesitation is, doesn't this seem like the game where? Oh man, Saquon Barkley had 200 yards today.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it absolutely could be.
0: Um, because like the the, the the Saints haven't given much up on the ground, mm-hmm. but the only reason that's true is because everyone just wants to chuck it on them. Yes. Um, so if the Giants can keep this game close, I think we're going to see a lot of Saquon Barkley. And I
1: might. Behoove them to actually do that. Do the old, you know, Patriots method where it's like, let's just chew up seven yards at a time, first downs, first downs, first yeah, downs. Yeah, unless,
0: yeah, yeah. And, let, and let's try to just like, you know, we do, we can use most yeah. of the play clock. Like, let's, yeah, let's try to limit the number of possessions in this game.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Like, don't let Breeze get the ball and whatnot. Just play, play yep. a little boring football. I think some some boring smash mouth football from the yeah. from,
0: from the Because I'll event. tell you, the Saints' offense, man. Whew. Yeah, just, they look like freaking world beaters right now. They're scary. I mean, not was, quite as scary as Kansas City, but man, they're scary
1: that had to be that atlanta new orleans game that had to be an all-time fantasy football like that has to be number oh. one all-time in fan like if you're if you're looking just in terms of like everybody performing all the time that had to be number one with a bullet in terms of fantasy games oh sure both quarterbacks throwing for five touchdowns and no picks are you kidding me <laughs> like, yeah oh
0: yeah woo. and like uh, the, the, the the big receivers from each team yeah. both teams having big yardage days jones and uh and thomas didn't have touchdowns but they both had big yardage days yeah. and you know Kamara obviously did very well so yeah i know that, that that's a good one uh i want to say something about that game is that was i believe the 20th time that matt ryan and drew Brees have started an nfl game against one another mm-hmm. uh, which is the most all-time they passed uh jim kelly and dan marino i think it was last year or the year before nonetheless um it has been a, just a wonderful decade yeah. watching those two quarterbacks and like every time they play, it's great. Yeah. It's just been so much fun. And I just, uh, like I saw that, Oh, this is the 20th time we've done this. And like, I've been excited for like, yeah, basically the last 18 of them. Like That's, it's, oh, it's been really good.
1: That sounds like a ringer.com article where you rank like, like all Drew Brees versus
0: yeah. uh, oh, the, the best Drew Brees, Matt Ryan games. Ryan oh, there's Matt so many good remember Like the, yeah. uh, like the, the game where Brees broke the, uh, uh, the single-season yardage record was in yeah. atlantis New Orleans game. Uh, the one last week, probably a top three, top four game. There's mm-hmm. been uh, there was a Thursday night game where it came down to a pass interference right at the end. Like there's been yeah. uh, that rare multiple overtimes. Games.
1: I know there was yep. a game where like the Falcons thought they had won it, but then there was a flag and then they had no longer won it sort of a thing, yep, you know, yep, was, there's, it. there's,
0: there's been some extremely good ones. Yeah,
1: I guarantee it. There's like a Julio Jones, big ass play or a Roddy white, big ass play that we're forgetting. You know, it's just, yep. it's been, it's been an absolute delight to watch those two uh, uh, breeze and Ryan first <laughs> each other forever. Uh, yep. did they ever play in the playoffs. No. Oh man. Let's let's try to make that happen. And, uh, let's, football gods, let's try to make that happen. One last capper on that on that little uh, rivalry. Um, New Orleans Giants is the best game of the Sunday night of the afternoon. Yes, it's not even. Yeah, I
0: think it's uh, the. I think it's uh, I think it's game of the week. This is an abysmal slate of football. It's not. It's not good. Somehow not good. we
1: ended up with probably. The best, other than like Thursday night football, Thursday night obviously got the best matchup, but uh, Baltimore Pittsburgh is not bad for Sunday night football. And uh, Monday night football is not bad either. So somehow in this abysmal week, we ended up with probably the three best games in primetime. <laughs> oddly yeah. enough, um, Baltimore's heading to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus three coming off that uh, big road win against Tampa Bay.
0: I'm thinking Steelers.
1: I think so too but i i had... watched
0: quite a bit of baltimore this yeah. past week and they only won because denver gave the game away yeah uh baltimore i just haven't been impressed so far this season and they're still they, they may not be as badly banged up we'll see who plays and who doesn't play sunday night but no i like uh i like i like the steelers
1: i agree i i think that this baltimore historically i don't think does very well in these moments and pittsburgh's feeling themselves a little bit after after uh, what they did on monday night i think short week for pittsburgh we should mention that so uh
0: i mean i wonder obviously this never happens in the nfl but we hear these levy and bell trade rumors and you think to yourself is there a way that levy and bell could be traded to a team for, for pittsburgh to get a little bit of defensive help and then like then that, that, that's probably well no no no, not not baltimore Aww. i'm just thinking <laughs> any any of the nfl franchises that might have some extra defensive guys yeah that might be willing to trade them for levy and bell yeah get this brooks defense a little closer to where it needs to be the problem i don't with, know what the answer yeah. to that is like the, this it's sort of true. thing doesn't happen in the nfl certainly no. not mid season it's not like the other sports last time but our run-
1: yeah last time a running back got moved mid season like that and was trent richardson and there was no and obviously that was trent richardson was abysmal and uh the Cleveland Browns actually did well to trade him for a first, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, Le'Veon Bell would obviously be significant, better than Trent Richardson if he if he did get traded. Of course, but uh, yeah, the problem with trading is like depth is so important, especially just defensive depth and whatnot. So yep. even if you have a guy where you're like, hey, you know, he's sort of expendable, you look at it and you go, eh,
0: we're one injury away right? from yeah. that guy being incredibly important. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. Maybe it, it turns happens. out
0: football is dangerous. Have you <laughs> heard about
1: this? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Um,
0: yeah. I think you're right, though.
1: I think you lay the points with Pittsburgh at home here. I think. I think that's just a classic. Like, like I'm just envisioning Antonio Brown running down the sidelines again, doing, and it's like, hey, it's Antonio Brown, and he's doing stuff. Right?
0: Yeah. No. It's. Uh. There's been, and and he's had some classic games against Baltimore too over the years.
1: Yeah. Uh. Last but certainly not least, the Monday night game. Pretty good little matchup. Uh, yeah. Your Denver Broncos, Craig, are at home against the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Denver Broncos are getting five points at home.
0: Um, I'm feeling a little attached by this line, but I understand it.
1: Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I I sense your attack, and I hear it, and I'm letting you know that Denver is going to be one of my five. Uh, you may not like that because no. I'm obviously mush, but – I, I no, I. Uh,
0: one my it's it, well, this will like the secondaries and in, in defenses that Mahomes has faced against so I f- faced so far. The Niners, not great, obviously. Uh, the Chargers, not great, and, and with injured. no
1: injured. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and uh, Jason Brett obviously not playing all the season, so not not great and injured. And then you looked at uh, uh, who did throw the five against um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and that defense Who has we were been just talking about bad all about, yeah,
1: for, right, defensive, for defensive
0: players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here we've got uh, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Chris Harris Jr. Defense is that going to slow down the Chiefs? I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but this is the toughest challenge so far on the road in Denver doing this. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if we can chalk up Mahomes for another five scores this week. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I think that the play here is the Broncos and just hope that. You know the over/under in this game is 56, obviously because of the presence of Mahomes and friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're betting, if you're betting Broncos plus five, you might as well bet the under on the 56. Yeah. Because I I, don't, I, don't, I think if this game gets to 57 points, the Chiefs are probably winning by five or more.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's just I, I'm just I've realized I I have enjoyed every single second of this Patrick Mahomes Kansas City thing. I will continue to enjoy it going forward but I just look at this, and it's just... Oh,
0: it is like, five this is Andy right? Reid's... Yeah, yeah, yeah five is, is too high, but this is just Andy, like... This is beautiful, what he's put together. And oh. If you're someone who gets off on offensive scheme, mm-hmm. and I can assure you, I am. <laughs> I have a harder time, as I'm watching games, picking up what the defense is trying to do in their scheme stuff, but offense, like... Oh... Hmm. Oh, this is just is yeah.
1: glorious. And
0: this is this is what they want. Like, glorious like this, to
1: watch. Yeah. And this is what the NFL wants. I mean, and you're looking at it now with that pass interference or that the mm-hmm. body weight rule that we, we didn't mention. I forgot to bring up when we were talking about yeah. Bay Bay Buffalo was that yeah. it's it's so hilarious to me that Clay Matthews is the guy who every week gets dinged by the by this rule that was made up. It's the Aaron Rodgers. Because rule. Aaron Rodgers got hurt that. Yeah, time. Because yeah, because Aaron Rodgers got hurt that one time. We now have this rule. And... Well, as Richard
0: Sherman tweeted, they only care if you stay healthy if you're a quarterback.
1: Yeah, that's quite true. And I like...
0: i don't know if Richard Sherman has heard from the NFL front office about that tweet yet, but I'm guessing he will.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just – well, because who was it that – somebody, one of the friggin' t- defensive tackles – Twisted, like, he tore his ACL. One well, of the guys from Oakland, yeah. yeah. Uh, he
0: tore his ACL trying to hold up on Tannehill, yes. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's...
0: Sherman quote tweeted it with that. They only care yeah. if you stay healthy with your quarterback. Yeah, it's, it's... Um. Yeah, pretty bad. Ridiculous. Like, I mean,
1: the the, the first Clay Matthews one was... Like, with the week one one, that was an actual foul. He hit the guy after the, the ball was already out. Week two was probably... A, a, a little bit more what they want flagged, because he did, like, wrap the guy up. Because he's always been the... Ma- like, Clay Matthews has always been the master of... He, like, does the, like, double underhook. Like, he's going to suplex you and then forces you yeah. face down. He did that one, got flagged for it. But the one... <laughs> the one against the, the redacted was... was That was absolutely atrocious. That was a clean sack. Like, you, you can't have a cleaner sack than that. But it, it was hilarious to watch Packers fans on Twitter this bitch about... As a guy who hates the Packers, right? <laughs> like, watching them bitch the, the rule that is made to save their guy. But, like, this is what they want, though, is, is, is Kansas City. If they could have every team look
0: like Kansas City right now, that's – that's the NFL. See, here's the thing. I, I don't know. Mm. That's not what I want, though. Oh no. I, I want. I want this to be. Spe- I want what Kansas City's doing to be special, well, and um, for me yeah. to be excited to watch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, if, if every team is just like fucking it all over the place, and like, yeah. they're, they're, like obviously there's always going to be special offenses and things, yeah. uh, offenses to do special things. I get that, but I, I. I... I, I don't want that to be what what the situation no, is I am yeah,
1: exaggerating be, a little bit saying no no, that you know, no I know no I know
0: I know what you're saying but, and yeah. they, they 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 want to they want us to go all offense and, and that's fine but yeah. uh, you, there's there's a danger of, of of going too far with that but what the Chiefs have done here and what Andy Reid has put together like is just it's it's really really cool to watch it I, is really cool to watch and th- this defense is going to burn them at some point because it's bad there are yeah. just not a lot of good players in this defense but if if you're just saying, "Okay, Mahomes is going to outscore these problems every week." Well, that's going to work a lot of the weeks.
1: I I have a hot take, Greg, and this might actually be so hot that it's 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 scorching. Um but how much blame can we place on these new like quarterback protection rules and the like on fantasy football? Cuz I think is it is a, an exceptionally large part I, I, I like honestly if if you want like like one of the things that I'm saying is is that if you want stuff like the Clay Matthews hit to not be a penalty like like that perfectly good sack the, like the biggest protest you can make is to stop playing fantasy football.
0: Huh. I don't know. If, I don't know if that will work. Cause here's the thing. Mm. Yeah, obviously fantasy football has been a big thing for 25 years, but it's it's yep. become bigger and bigger as times billion gone on. Billion dollar industry. Yeah, you but billion di- Yes. So, weren't we at this point though? Didn't the balls get get rolling here? When the Patriots won the Super Bowl in 2001, and their plan was, well, why don't we just do really mean things to Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, and the whole gang the whole time? Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, they won the Super Bowl, doing the same thing to Peyton Manning, Edgeron James, and Marvin Harrison. Yeah. And eventually, the NFL's like, no, we're you're not – no, yeah. no. Isn't that when the ball got rolling on this? It is a little bit. There the Patriots and uh, another one
1: is we have the Aaron Rodgers rule where you can't tackle the quarterbacks up high. There's also the Tom Brady rule where you can't attack Go low. the
0: quarterbacks low yep. because of yep. Bernard Pollard so tearing I, his ACL. I, in week yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if it's because of fantasy football or less so. It's because... Even if fantasy football just ceased to exist tomorrow, mm-hmm. I think that the NFL would still want high-scoring games, where mm-hmm. the offense is chucking the ball over the field. I think if they'd I, want that regardless.
1: I just think, yeah, like I, I agree with you. I think there are obviously, it's the, like, fantasy football is not the only factor. There's several right. factors. I think fantasy is definitely one of them, which is one of the reasons they want this high chucking offense, so that everybody gets juiced about, you know, their their guys scoring points and whatnot, in, no, that's fair in their fantasy leagues. I just think I just maintain that if if you're upset with what is going on with, you know, the NFL, I honestly think that the biggest protest you can make, other than, you know, like, you know, kneeling before the anthems, I think the biggest protest you can make is a fan, honestly. Not even stop watching, just stop playing fantasy football. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if, like, everybody stopped playing fantasy tomorrow, they, the NFL, uh, the NFL would certainly notice that. Like, yeah, I... That's, but that's,
0: here's
1: that's the thing. Just, I think, is the biggest if protest if everyone stopped playing
0: fantasy, like, they would notice it because less people would watch. So, yeah. isn't stop watching still the number one thing?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Like, well, no, because the money. Well, cause you don't have to watch to pay for your fantasy team, and, and
0: no, no, you don't. But for the most right? part, though, the paying for your fantasy team is just between you and your buddies. I get that there's a huge advertising stream with that. Yeah, I, I understand that. I just think that the NFL gets way more out of what Fox gets and what see. You know what I mean? Like, fair enough. So I, I just uh, – like I, so I I don't necessarily buy that from the perspective of if if, if you the, – the, the only way to actually hurt NFL owners is you stop buying tickets if you do that and you stop watching on Sundays. Because the number of clicks they get from fantasy football is significant, but the number of dollars that come from those clicks pales in comparison to the eyeballs on TV on Sundays mm-hmm. or buying your Red Zone subscription or whatever it is.
1: Sure. I, I would need to see a pie chart and see exactly how much they make on, you know, fantasy vis-a-vis tickets, fair wells, vis-a-vis. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'll have to do a little more research. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try not to be lazy and do a little bit more research. Come back with more. But anyway, just food for thought. Just something I had mulling around the old noodle wanted to share with you. Um, all right, time for our week four picks. Billy Boy's in first at ten and five after his little five and zero week there. You and I are tied in second at eight and seven. We're all above five hundred, which I like to see. Let's see if we can keep that going. Friends of the show picks this week provided by the Epic Film Guys, Nick and Justin. So thank you for that. Here are their picks.
0: Um,
1: they're going to go with the Chargers. They're laying the point. They're going with all favorites. They got the Chargers, yeah. the Falcons, the Colts, the Packers, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they are laying some serious numbers at home, uh, or with a lot of the un- with a lot of these points. Billy Boy, who is in first, so we'll give his picks first. Uh, he's taking the Giants. He's taking San Francisco. He's going to lay the points with Kansas City. He's also going to lay the points with Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. So
0: Billy's liking a couple of road favorites there. Craig, would you like to go ahead and give your five picks, good sir? Sure, let's do this. Uh, I am taking the Bengals, as discussed. Uh, I am going to be taking the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to be taking the 49ers. I will be taking... Screw it. The Jets. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, well whatever like you know, again, I'm getting mm-hmm. a touchdown plus mm-hmm. .5 for a team that scored zero touchdowns last week. Yeah. Um so that's fine with me. And then my last one will be Seahawks. All right. Seahawks.
1: Minus three. Um I'm with you on Cincinnati, Craig. Give me Cincy. I'm gonna lay the points. Hey, my first favorite of the year. Uh, week four, I'm gonna take the Indianapolis Colts. I'm gonna go against you. I'm gonna lay the points with Jacksonville. I think they just uh, get back to focus okay. and just stomp the crap out of the uh, the Nye Jets. Um, I'm gonna lay the points with ten. Or I'm sorry, I'm gonna take the points with Tennessee. Uh, and I'm gonna take your Denver Broncos, Craig. I'm, I'm just I'm, okay. yeah, I'm looking at uh, Vegas Zone and two home favorites, so I'm or home dogs, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the two home dogs. Crossover podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, Facebook.com slash crossover podcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossover podcast. Email us at contact at the and please leave a review on iTunes. Five stars only though. And as always, you don't have to listen, but please download this podcast. Uh, Craig and I are going to be back later on in this week with our NHL futures. Uh, Craig is going to be very excited to talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, oh, did they
0: do anything in the off season? A couple of things, a couple of things. Oh, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, it's a couple of things will probably come up. Uh, so there's that, and uh, I'm sure we'll get back to some comic book stuff soon enough. Venom's coming up in the Daredevil show and whatnot, so... Um, and this is, hopefully, Bill will be back next week. His schedule should be a little bit easier for the three of us, so should, we should be back at our regularly scheduled time for week five. Craig Needles, good luck to you this week in your divisional matchup, sir.
0: Thank you. All right, take care, everybody. Crossover.